the Curiosity Peddler. Traveling the post-apocalyptic wasteland with a unique collection of ordinary objects, each one steeped in mystery. Join him now to hear another tale from the Curiosity Peddler. Is it not? Warm yourself by the fire. Have a cup of belly wash to warm you up. Belly wash? Coffee, of course. These days, coffee is hard to come by. I make it weak, so it will last. It reminds me of the old times, you know. When the lights were on? Well, I suppose I'm out here surviving, same as everyone else. Everyone's still alive, that is. I keep my head low and do my best not to get noticed. Just me and that old mare and this wagon of curiosities. Oh, all kinds of things. Trinkets, boxes, books. If you yearn for something, I can find it in the wagon. Jewelry. What? Why, sure. In fact, I have a piece right here I was admiring just as you showed up. A locket in the shape of a heart on a gold chain. Look inside at the two faded photographs. Sisters, identical twins. Oh, I don't know them personally, but I know their story. Some call it the bounty of the sea. I'm afraid to be alone without it. And where is she gone? The border is coming, and the house is not ready. I am not ready. Oh, oh dear. Just a moment. Be strong, Allison. Be strong. Just an outsider. Nothing to be afraid of. Oh, Mr. Bowers. I, I forgot that you were stopping by. Apologies, Miss Emerton. I have brought the lamb as requested, freshly slaughtered. It was a beautiful little animal, and it will make a fine gift for tonight's meal and for the offering. Uh, uh, yes, well, thank you. I, I, I'm sure that it will. 
I appreciate you bringing it out. It's the least I could do, you know, in these lean times. Some feel that the Great Father has forsaken us, but I know that you will make things right. When the traps and nets grow empty, your family always brings the bounty of the sea back to us. Yes, uh, of course. I, I do appreciate you stopping by. Now, now I really must be going. Sister, where are you, Allison? Praise you. Praise you and your sister. You are your father's children. We watch and wait. The new moon, the spring tide. Oh, Mr. Bowers. Thank you for bringing the lamb. It was good of you to make the sacrifice of your time to bring it out to us. We wait and watch, my lady. The new moon, the spring tide. Yes, yes, of course. Thank you again, Mr. Bowers. Now, we really must get the house prepared for our boarder. Please, if you would, excuse us. Sister. What did he mean? We watch and wait. Pay him no mind, Allison. You know how superstitious the locals are. But he mentioned an offering. Oh, nothing to worry yourself over. The townsfolk know I go down to the cairn near the bay to sing for Father's return. So they sometimes give me things to leave there for him. On mother and father's grave? Oh, Allison, that place is no more father's grave than you are brave. Father went to sea and left mother here with us growing in her belly to wait for his return. The only bones resting out there are mothers right where we put them. I've, I've never understood why Mother was so certain he'd come back. Enough. Now, did you get the room prepared for Mr. Seaton? Mr. Seaton? Oh, well, uh, yes, I started to get the house ready, but I got distracted. I, I was looking for something. <laughs> you were looking for Mother's revolver. I know you, Allison, so afraid of your own shadow. It makes me feel safe to know it's near. As though you could ever use it. How can you be the older twin? So meek. I'm not meek. Honestly, some days I don't believe we came from the same womb. You won't even go into the water with me. But you know what happened. Oh, not that old story again. We are daughters of the ocean. We live by the sea. Our father... There was a current. Something in the water. Something dark. Oh, enough. I can't listen to your whimpering anymore. The revolver is under your pillow, little mouse. I hid it there to see how long it would take for you to panic when you couldn't find it. <sighs> did you get any work done while I was gone? I did. 
I did. I prepared Mr. Seaton's room and, and started the stock for tonight's soup. I was just about to prepare the sitting room. Calliope, where were you all morning? Down by the shore, in the mist, enjoying the first rays of the spring sun kissing my skin, watching the tide roll out. In your dressing gown? Of course not. I wouldn't let that garment come between me and the sun, or between my skin and the water. Uncovered for the whole world to see. Oh, Calliope, you are too brazen. <laughs> well, how else am I to sing the sailors to their doom? If I'm to be a mermaid, I must look the part. Calliope, you are shocking. Oh, and you, Allison, you are just so... Oh, but let's not argue. Not today. There's much to be done before this evening. I'll just... He's here. Indeed. Answer the door, sister, since you are feeling so brave today. I'll take the lamb to the kitchen and fetch my robe so as not to shock anyone unduly with my brazenness. You can do this, Allison. He's just an outsider. Perhaps he'll, he'll have news of the outside world. Hello. Good morning, uh, Miss... Emerton. Allison Emerton. You must be Mr. Seaton. We've been expecting you. Charmed, I'm sure. Oh my, you have the most lovely hand. I... I'm not sure what to say, Mr. Seaton. Uh, forgive me for being so bold, but I didn't expect the proprietor of a boarding house in this remote part of the coast to be so... so young and beautiful. Mr. Seaton, thank you. You are too kind. I, I think I am blushing. Miss Allison, I feel like we've met before. You, you seem so, so very familiar to me. Well, look at this. You two seem absolutely smitten with each other, already holding hands. Oh. I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I didn't mean... Fear not, Mr. Seaton. I don't mind that you are making advances on my sister. I didn't realize, oh my. Yes, although we are twins, you'll no doubt be able to tell us apart soon enough. I am Calliope. A pleasure, Miss Calliope. I offer my hand to you, Mr. Seaton. Please feel free to... Linger over it as long as you wish. I'm, I'm very sorry. Sister, we were just... Oh. <laughs> well, I do hope it's not love at first sight. That would be awkward for twins. I'll make sure to keep my hair down so you don't confuse us, Mr. Seaton. You've made good time coming here from the city. Uh, yes. Uh, I managed to get a ride with a, a rather queer fellow uh, who was headed this way. He said he was coming to town for the spring festival. A festival? But yes, uh, he was a little odd, sort of hunched and bent, but a, a kind enough soul. He claimed he knew my father, which, which was odd since I, I didn't mention my lineage. Your father? Well, there are no Setons in the area that I know of. Well, Seton is my mother's name. It, it, it's a long story. My father was... Old Mr. Hutchinson. Yes, 
How did... A family resemblance, certainly. I met old Mr. Hutchinson when he first came here ten years ago and built that great stone house on the cliffs north of town. A story for another time, dear Mr. Seaton, perhaps over dinner this evening. In the meantime, you must be tired from your journey. Please, let me show you to your room so that you can freshen up a bit. Allison, be a darling and see to the sitting room. And don't just stand there opening and closing your mouth like a fish out of water. I won't steal him away from you. I promise. Come, Mr. Seaton. But Calliope, he is taken with me. What if... What if a sister, damn it, sister? Always pushing me aside. Always in her shadow. She makes a fool of me every chance she gets. Oh, he is a dear fellow. And such a gentleman. He asked after you, Allison. He did? Yes. And I must say, he is the spitting image of his old father. I met him once, down by the Cairn. Such a lively old man, full of questions and odd notions. If only he had been a bit younger and the tide a bit higher. But now the young Mr. Seaton is here. You. Sister, he... I told you, he asked after you, didn't I, Allison? He seems quite taken with you. Although, I'm sure that I could persuade him, given time. Calliope, you wouldn't. Of course I would. I'm the brazen one, remember? Oh, calm yourself, Allison. I've no interest in keeping you apart. Besides, it's so cute watching the two of you do your little dance. Two little lambs. You go too far. Oh, the lamb. You're sure to overcook it, sister. Here, let me take over. I want it to be especially succulent for tonight's dinner. Your man friend must be well fed and happy. After all, he's going to need his strength this evening. Sister! Oh, Allison, so sweet and innocent. It's amazing to me that you were first born. Now, go set the table and I'll see to the lamb. Mr. Seaton is due back downstairs and I'm sure he'll wish to speak with you. Always teasing me. Miss Allison. M Mr. Seaton. Please, please, call me Isaac. Isaac. Allison. The, the sunset is lovely here. You, you have a beautiful view of the water. Oh, yes. We have a wonderful view of the bay, but I prefer the sunrise. The light cheers this old house. Mm. The sea is lovely. You must enjoy being near it very much. I, I'm afraid I'm not incredibly fond of the water, Mr. C or Isaac. <laughs> the tidal shift here is very high, especially this time of year. The current can be quite dangerous. As a child, I, well, I was almost lost to it. Oh, well, that's terrible. I, I'm sorry. It was a long time ago, and, and now I prefer to keep my feet on solid ground. Allison, 
You poor dear. Mr. Seaton, once again I find you holding my sister's hand and standing so close. It seems I can't trust you alone with her for a moment. Soon you'll be asking for her hand. I, 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 I wasn't trying. You are far too serious, Mr. Seaton. I'm merely attempting to lighten the mood. My sister was talking about something dark, no doubt. Probably her morbid fear of the water and how she almost drowned as a child. It's her favorite party story. Calliope. But here, I've brought in the soup. Let's have a seat and enjoy it while it's hot. Allison, you sit across from Mr. Seaton, and I'll take the head of the table. Here you are. Thank you. And you, Allison. Thank you. It's delicious. An old family recipe, the bounty of the sea. Indeed, it's, it's quite lovely. So, Mr. Seaton, did you come all the way out here to visit your father? Well, in a manner of speaking, yes. Uh, people, he passed away nearly, nearly a fortnight ago. Oh, dear. Oh, it's fine. He and I never really got on very well after mother's death. Uh, when he grew sick 10 years ago and moved from the city to that house on the cliff, he began to write the strangest letters. He was convinced that the waters here would restore his health. He was certainly losing his mind. Shut in and all alone up there, he kept mentioning a cairn. A kind of altar on the bay. Is, is that it, on the rocks out there? Oh, that's mother and father's grave. Oh, I'm dreadfully sorry, I... Oh, Allison, father's grave indeed. Mother is certainly buried there, but it's a special place. An old marker of sorts. It's where the Emerton women wait and sing songs to bring their men home when the, the tide is right. Our family's women are considered special, beautiful, with such lovely voices. Some call us mermaids or sirens. The old stories say that our family brings the bounty of the sea back to the community when times are lean. <laughs> The, uh, the bounty of the seal, like, like the soup. I, I see your amusement, Mr. Seaton, but our family has strong ties to this bay. Oh, dear, I must tend to the lamb. Do excuse me. Your sister seems to be having fun at my expense. You mustn't take her seriously, Isaac. She loves those old stories. They make her feel special. I think that they help her to hold on to our mother's memory since we, we never knew our father. The townsfolk certainly keep his memory alive. They are, well, a strange folk, and I'm a little shy. I try to stay out of their affairs. The Bible says that the meek shall inherit the earth, my dear Allison. Again, Mr. Seaton, holding my sister's hand, I'm starting to believe that you may be a rascal. Oh, don't drop it on my account. It's good to see her getting on so well with an outsider. She tends to be a bit fearful. Did you know that she sometimes sleeps with a revolver under her pillow? Calliope. <laughs> Perhaps you can investigate later and see if she's moved it. I'm sorry, Isaac. On a first-name basis already? 
My, you two move fast. I shall have to separate you. Miss Emerton, I've meant no disrespect to your sister or, or to you. I, I can't deny, however, that she seems to have, have bewitched me. I'm, I'm quite taken with her. Mr. Seaton, do calm yourself. I am merely having a bit of fun with you. Mm. Now, let's enjoy this lovely lamb that I've prepared. Oh, yes, yes, thank you. Mmm, delicious. I do love mine rare. Besides, it's only natural that you'd find my sister bewitching. As I mentioned, Emerton women are special, no doubt. Yes, uh, no doubt. Show him the locket, Allison. It's a portrait of mother and her sister. Aren't they lovely? Twins. Yes, that also runs in the family. What, uh, what happened to your aunt? She drowned, they say, the year we were born. Astonishing. You look very much like your mother and your aunt. So much beauty in one family. But what of your family, Mr. Seaton? You spoke of your father's untimely demise. Yes. He, he had been sick for some time. I've, I've come to sort out his estate. You have no other family? No. There's, there's only me now. So very sad to be all alone with no family. Yes, uh, I suppose so. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. My, I've grown dreadfully tired all of a sudden. Uh, it, it must be the road catching up with me. Indeed. Sister, you should see him to his room. Yes, Calliope. <laughs> I'm feeling a bit tired myself. I think I will turn in as well. Good night, little lambs. Sleep well. She's not in her bed. Hello? Sister? That's odd. There's a fire down my, by mother and father's grave. Oh, I'm shivering. You must be afraid, Allison. The revolver. Get the revolver. There it is under my pillow. Just where Calliope said it would be. Calliope? Odd. Isaac's door isn't closed. Isaac? His bed is empty. What's this? A note. Dearest Isaac, forgive the forwardness of this missive. Even though the two of us have just met, I feel as though I have known you my whole life. I have been so afraid all of these years but near you, I feel as though I can face anything. Tonight at midnight, under the new moon, is the spring tide, the highest tide of the season. Meet me down by the water, and I will show you that I am unafraid with you by my side. All of my love, Allison. No, no, Calliope. What have you done? I won't let you take him away from me. Father, we bring you offerings that 
bounty and prosperity may return to us. Your children await you. We offer the blood of the Lamb in your name. Daughter of the sea, we entreat the Father. Bring us prosperity. Bring us the bounty of the sea. Stay back. What have you done? A gun? Am I to be the offering under the new moon? Oh, joy, here, here is my heart. Aim true. Stay back. as the night. The offering has been accepted. Yes, sister. Father consumed his life and is pleased with the offering. This withered husk is just a sack of skin and bones. Mother's revolver? I don't think it's so, sister. What is happening? Father has accepted our offering, sister. Our offering? Yes! And in return, here in my belly, he's given us a gift, just like he gave Mother. Twins. Little girls to bless and protect his flock. Little sirens to sing him home. Little daughters of the sea. Little sisters of the... <laughs> Allison, it's no wonder father tried to drown you as a child. So afraid of the truth. Always running away. <laughs>
two sisters with very different ways of seeing the world, wouldn't you say? It, is it true? Well, now, I wouldn't know. Like I said, it's just a story. You can decide if you believe it or, or not. I don't recall who gave me that particular piece. I've traveled long and far since the world fell apart. Speaking of traveling, it's time for me to move on, friend. The preservers are always on the move, searching for artifacts from the old days from before the meltdown, and I must stay ahead of them. Farewell, friend. May we meet again to share a fire and a story. Until then, yeah! The Curiosity Peddler, The Bounty of the Sea, was produced in the studio of WDRT Viroquo, Wisconsin, 91.9 FM, with the voice talents of Claire DeCoster, Jane Kuba, Jake Stevens, and Carl Schlecht. Live sound effects by Josh Peters and engineered by Rusty James, thanks to Kevin McLeod of Incomputech.com for the recorded music. Bounty of the Sea was written by Jake Stevens. The Curiosity Peddler was created by Life Erickson and Josh Peters. Subscribe to the Old Hills Podcast at oldhillsaudiotheater.podbean.com or subscribe to the podcast in iTunes.